Hyperlocal Celebrity Podcast by me, Sam Hickman. Um, a woman who kind of wishes this was... Actually, no. No. Okay, so I just came back from doing... So, as we all know, I'm co-hosting the Hand in Hand Choir Festival in August. Um, August 16th to the 18th in St. David's Hall in the Cornerstone. Anyway, I'm co-hosting that. And so we did a bunch of promo for it today. Um, and I didn't have anything else. And I just got like back from having a flu. Um, I like just got back and then, um, like, like yesterday was like the, 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 the like bounce back day. And then today is like the almost there. And then Monday I have like three concerts and I'm just going to be like, Oh no, you know, I'm just going to power through it. Anyway, I kind of wish this was like a visual thing because I'm wearing like all of the makeup. I'm like lashes. I'm like look at these googly eyes just like face face body and then I'm also just in my pajamas with no underwear on so it's just sort of like the best of both worlds really like from like the neck up and business from the neck down I'm non-stop vacation Ugh, vacation baby vacation anyway um before we get into all of the things that I did this week I just wanted to say thank you to all of the harpists who got in touch to tell me that they are har- they are yoga teachers that has like that's been such a highlight of my week just every every day just like a new harpist being like oh i'm also a yoga teacher <laughs> like oh my goodness you're all a, you're all a, you're all a blessing you're all a blessing anyway let's get into it what did you do this week okay so this week i um basically did nothing like if you're like if you're ever in a position where you are, you have no gigs, you've nothing happening, you've nothing going on. Did I lose a lash? You have like nothing in your life, both personal and professional, and you ever want to feel like you're not alone. Just tune into this podcast. Literally every other week, I'm like, I don't, I don't really know what I'm doing. I made like 75 pounds this week, and I'm like, you know what? There's food in the fridge. There's fuel in my car and my mortgage is paid who could ask for anything more who could ask for anything more no no one no one could ask for anything more an expendable income what is that i don't know but i don't care because i'm happy and i'm content and i'm doing the thing that i love maybe i lost like a lash i don't know i don't know but the, the right one is definitely thicker than the left one if you catch my drift anyway i'm getting distracted by my own makeup um so this week i um did a did a gig on I want to say the Monday or the Tuesday or something and then I went busking on the Wednesday um and it rained and it literally rained all fucking week and I was like okay this is going great but 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 while I was out busking so I went on um St. Mary Street where I'm ought to go when someone is in my fave spot in the haze um 
And I went under a little cover And it was great So like I could little play Like because I literally walked in And then it started raining And I was like you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna stay out for as long as I can um, Because I'm an idiot um, And it was it was, good. it was good I made 36 pounds I'm like oh that's not that bad For like the rainiest day in the world For like an hour and a half in the rain Anyway I bumped into a guy That um, I went to National Youth Choir with Which was exciting And we had a little chat uh, hasn't slidden into my DMs yet But I'm waiting for it Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Anyway, I um, contacted another um, I'm, such a, I'm such a slut um, I contacted another um, a National Youth Choir alum Because I was like Oh, do you remember this guy Who everyone thought was like Unattractive and a bit of a twat and I thought he was the dreamiest dreamboat that ever lived. And she was like, yeah, I was on that side. I, I think he's a dreamboat, too. And I was like, ah. <laughs> just two hungry sluts. Um, anyways, this week I made rose jam. Um, hi. Hi. OK, if you haven't listened to this podcast before, just turn it off. If like if a white woman going about her day, basically being a retiree at the age, the ripe old age of 26, mainly just like, I don't know, complaining about work, money and then like doing like fun little hobbies isn't what appeals to you. Like if you think a Nancy Meyer movie is an art, then you, you should turn this podcast off because this is just a garbage fire in which I just sort of keep myself toasty and warm, you know? It's just like, throw more th- throw more crap on the fire. It's getting chilly in here, you know? Anyway, I made rose petal jam. So I don't know how it came about. I don't know what happened to it. I don't know. It's like, it was one of these YouTube suggestions where it was like, rose petal jam. Actually, no, I think it was a, like, a, like a Google like fill-in thing or something like that because I was at a wedding fair two weeks ago or something. My friend was like, oh, we, because I brought an arrangement from my garden. Thank you. I am that bitch. Um, And she was like, oh, we used to, like, we used to make little perfumes when I was a kid out of rose petals. Did you ever do that? And I'm like, no, we weren't allowed to touch my father's rose bushes. They were his prized possession. Um, (laughs) There was prized possession, I think, although I don't really remember. I'm like... I don't know. I I don't know. I have no memory. Like we had like okay, so back in my in in England in England. So we're talking like, yeah yeah that that stretch of life in England. Um, my father had a row had like a row of rose bushes, um, and they were his pride and joy, uh, despite the fact that he had four beautiful children, um, and. Yeah, I just have no childhood memory of like looking at those roses and being like, wow, this is nice. Like, I just remember them being like, wow, this is really thorny and I accidentally touched this and now I hurt. Like, I I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so I was Googling like rose petal or something and rose petal jam jumped up at me and I was like, absolutely, I must. I have so much time this week because it, again, it just rained all week. I couldn't do anything. I had like one thing to do. And I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go and I'm gonna do all the things. Okay. Um, and so like, honestly, this is like the thing that I have found most useful, like the little tiny bit of advice that I will give to you as another freelance musician, dear sweet friend, dear sweet audience, dear sweet member of the public find little activities that will take an entire day to do and just do them like 
just like plan out your day just be like today I'm doing this and I I I kid you not this will this will solve everything you ever thought that you couldn't do in life I don't know I that doesn't make sense I'm I'm sleepy and I'm tired I'm just getting over flu so yeah anyway this has just been the guiding principle of all of my professional and personal endeavors is like just to find a little tiny like a little tiny snippet of an activity to do and then you're like this is what I'm gonna do today anyway so the other day it was rose jam so um roses rose jam is really easy to do um it's just like making jam but you do it with roses um so you just get your get your rose petals you wash them you leave them with some sugar and you mash them up together you leave that for a little bit it said overnight in one ingredients it said literally just put them in a bowl the next like other ingredients so i left them for like an hour and a half and i went up to the allotment thank you anyway um so i get back and i go buy some sugar i go buy some sugar because i didn't have any sugar and so i put the the sugar on the water in and i let it simmer until it's like 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 a jam um and then just put it into put it into some things it tastes like roses and strawberries it's really weird um things that i would have done differently is measure out the sugar because it is way too sugary um but it's a delight it's a delight that's that's a thing that i did this week that was um that was that was a delight um Oh, I also listened to the Soul Trader podcast with Angelina Warburton. Um, I've learned her name now, and now I say it weirdly, because I'm like, I gotta get through all of the consonants and the vowels. Um, all, every single syllable. Um, oh, oh, yeah, and she was, so on her podcast, she was talking about something. I don't know, her mum was on it. It was cute. It was cute. I was doing my little stretches listening to Angelina and, and Mama Warburton just talking about stuff stuff things things and stuff you know um and angelina was talking about like what she wanted to do in 25 years time or something like that and i was like i don't know what i want to do in 10 years time like like i just for me for me um the letter for and uh, me as in meow, like a cat. Um, I think the goal is just to not, um, not do anything. I don't know. The goal, okay, the goal, the goal, the goal is, this is the, this is the, this is the goal. Okay, I want to do a week run of my show at some point just to work out the second act. And then I want to take it up to Edinburgh. This is the, this is the only goal. We can do it in five years. We can do it in 10 years. I don't care. Um, as long as I get to do fun photo shoots and I get some press about it saying that I'm a trash garbage person who deserves nothing but failure. Um, I think that would be a fun goal. Cause I just like, like I would rather be a Deborah Henson Conan than, um, another harpist. I can't think of a famous harpist. <laughs> I can't think of a famous harpist who does like, I don't know, like, like, I would rather, like, 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 tour and do, like, like, traditional, like, musician-y things and, like, artsy things and theatrical things than, like, play at weddings for the next 60 years. Like, and I think in my mind, I'm like, oh, I would love to be able to keep playing at weddings 
and have that as like the side thing because at the moment it's like the thing um and i think i think give it 25 years and it'll be like the side thing it's like oh she played at Carnegie Hall, and then she, no, I'm thinking more like, I don't know, the Roundabout Theatre. She played at a nice theatre for some people. Anyway, my only goal is in 15 years I get stunt cast in a musical. That's really the only goal. I just want to get famous enough that people don't ask me about my accent, and that um, I get stunt cast in musicals. Like Alexandra Burke, you know, because she was in the Whitney one. Um, or in like 30 years I get cast in Sunset Boulevard Which I think, truly, I would do a great job at I mean, come on, I already own a caftan End of end of requirements I'm already very delusional I mean, come on Come on I don't know why I'm frightened I know my way around here <laughs> Oh my goodness Anyway um, Do I, I want to talk about this Because this is stupid boring Anyway so I paused my Google ads Because um, it was way too much fucking money um, So I Okay so I So for a couple of months now Couple of months you know um, The delightful Harper's Beth and Nia Who I do not know but have only heard nice things about and um, have only like briefly professionally interacted with her through her not doing a wedding fair and suggesting me. Um, anyway, anyway, any which way the wind blows. Um, she started advertising on using Google ads the other day, like the other day, two months ago or three months ago. Um, I don't know if, you know what? I don't, okay, so this is, okay, I'm gonna lay it out, so. Here we are. Here we are, dear sweet friends, at the very beginning of this very boring story that will only be interesting to me and no one else. But that's, it's my fucking podcast and I can do what I want. Anyway, anyway, so um, in, I want to say February, there is like this huge downturn in the amount of like clicks and engagements that I'm getting on my Google ads. Um, and it goes from like 53 a month to like 30. And I'm like, Hmm, okay, what's happening? Anyway, I'm just now working out that it wasn't Beth and Nia also advertising. It was my, um, it was my, um, you know, the, the thing, the, Google business listing going down. Remember this? Remember this drama that I had because they thought it was a street address because there was a full stop in it and they took the whole thing down. Anyway, if you want to help, just leave a nice Google review, just like Google Sam Hickman Harpist and be like, she's wonderful. She's amazing. She looks like Linda Evangelista. I'm so glad that I get to engage with her in any platform and in person. She's very nice in person. Anyway, um, I'm just now putting together that that was it. Anyway, I my Google ads were off for literally an entire day. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to schedule them for like the afternoon to evenings, weekdays. That's 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 that seems like we're just going to pare it down a little bit. We're just going to be like, yeah, let's just like narrow everything so that it's not like all the time. I don't know. I don't know. This is this is I don't know. No, you know what? This is the bit of business, business lady, businessdom that they don't prepare you for in school is um, how to, how to, I don't know, work, how to, how to, how to advertise effectively. Um, and I will say this, I did like do like a quick little googs just to check how everything was. And it turns out like 
Encore, you know, the fucking app is also advertising in my area. And I'm like, what's your goal here, sirs? What's your goal here, sirs? Sir Sharonan, what's your goal? Anyway, um, yeah, it was, I, I think I'm just going to test it this month and see if there is like any 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 change any change in the wind that blows and then we'll see um how we proceed from then because it might be like we just give up and um go die in a hole or something i don't know um but i am planning on rebranding the website and rebranding the social medias in um august because we're doing we're doing okay to bring it all fucking it's all coming back to me now to bring it all back um so i'm co-hosting hand in hand festival blah 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 blah. i'm having a gown made by the delightful taylor green and rian dixon has come up with the single best photo shoot idea that i have ever heard in my entire life and i will not spoil it for you on the podcast i will let you enjoy it as a surprise when it comes into your laps through your telecommunication devices and you'll be like wow these are good ideas this is a gorgeous gown this is a brilliant woman and all of her friends doing the best that they can do under the circumstances i'm very excited about that i'm very excited about that anyway um also, this week I watched a full 30-minute YouTube video about a woman deep cleaning her house because her husband was hot. I'm trash. Cancel me, daddy. I'm trash. I was just like, this guy's hot and he doesn't talk too much. And I want to learn all about how to Marie Kondo my house. <laughs> I did. Um, did I? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay, so I've, I've I've also been thinking about the Horizons project this week because again I was not I was not asked to be on it. Out of the two hundred and thirty applications, they looked at mine and went no, <laughs> no. And I think um, it's probably for the best because personally, like looking at the way in which like they like the, like literally just from the things that they have done so far, like the way in which they have produced content based around the 12 bands that they've chosen I know that I would not do well under that like I know that I am not like I don't know like like they had like a bunch of them in the street just like answering fun questions and gaggling with their bands and I know like as a harpist I know as a harpist they would be like they would like edit it and film it in a way that made me look a lot more demure than I actually am. And this is coming from a woman who is currently like no bottoms, full face of makeup on this podcast. Like truly like, like high low situation, like kazoo and a 15,000 pound instrument. Like, like I am an acquired taste. That's, that's literally what I'm getting. And I don't think, I don't think that I would enjoy the scheme. Like, I don't think I would like it because I don't think I would have um, complete creative control. And I think that's something that I that I really value. Question mark. Um, just like just like being able to go into things and being the complete boss for all of it. Like I think I think that's something that I'm like oh. This is this is how I feel good. <laughs> this this is how I feel comfortable at all times is just being in charge. Um, cuz I think like like when I've done photo shoots 
where I don't know the photographer or where I don't know like what the project goal is like for a sky in a room they literally put me in makeup and they gave me like a comb over on the front so I looked like Hitler in drag like my face it was like a very like it was literally like like the side of my eyebrow was like combed over the top of my head like yeah and then like a big chignon like a like a big bouffant like bun thing at the back um and the pictures turned out good but at the same time like i i cannot i cannot imagine a world in which they would ever look at a photo of me from the front with that hairstyle and be like yes this will represent our <laughs> this is this will represent our thing that we're doing like it's i don't know i don't know i'm like i, I don't i don't know I don't know anymore. Ugh, my goodness. I mean, the rain the rain this week has been kind of the worst. Um, but also, at least I don't have to do anything. Like like at least I'm not like, oh, it's a nice day. I should be I should be busking. Like last year I was literally like, it's a nice day, but every day is a nice day, so it's okay. And I basically didn't work at all. And that's exactly what I do now. But now I'm like, it's raining. I can't. Oh, I can't. It's a, I felt some rain. I can't. I'm so sorry. Anyway, um, I'm full of shit. And that's what that's really what you should take away from this. I'm also kind of sick, but I'm getting over it and being well. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. There is so much for me to cover here. Okay. My goodness. Okay, I'm going to get get to that. But I just have, I just took a lot of notes this week because I didn't really have anything happening in my personal or professional life this week. So I'm just sort of like, here we are. Here we are. I was also sick this weekend, um, which was really sad because I was really hoping to go out on Friday night and have a party and, and go get drunk and kiss a boy. And I was too sick to do so because my little nose was clogged up. And I was like, <laughs> Anyway, um, the day will come when you too, you dear sweet listener at home, when you uh, work out how much a 16-mile car trip will cost you um, and buy a strimmer that's two pounds more expensive because you'll save the two pounds not having to drive 16 miles. Um, I bought a strimmer for the allotment. Um, It still hasn't been... um, told that I can go pick it up which is distressing um but it was like two pounds cheaper no it was two pounds cheaper at home at B&Q which is UK Home Depot for those wondering um and it's like it was like two pounds more expensive at Screw Fix which is kind of um I don't know how to describe it it's like a warehouse they have a catalog you pick out the catalog it brings you the thing I don't know I don't know I don't know it's it but for tools um, and it was two pounds more expensive there, but the only B&Q they would let me pick up the strimmer from was from, was, um, like eight miles away. Like, and so, so like the screw fix is a mile away. So I was like, you know what? I will save more money just going to the screw fix. And also it's like right next to the allotment. So in theory, I could just go pick it up take it to the allotment, take the battery home, charge the battery, bring the whole thing back. And you know, you're, you're done. You did it. This isn't, um, 
this is prime content and you're welcome um one thing that also struck me this week um is uh i never used to be able to vocalize my money issues like issues is a strong word i don't know um i don't want to say situation but i also want to say like like income factors does that work does that work um i never used to be able to like say like oh this month i have this you know um because i didn't used to have a podcast listened to by harpists from all over the world um and like people don't care about like regular people are like like if you're like if you literally if you literally listen to someone like like you know when you talk to to like normal to normal people and you're like oh i've got this gig on friday it's you know i'm being paid 400 pounds for a two-hour thing um that's a nice day (laughs) that is a very nice day um and they're like oh so you're doing fine like like everything like literally everything can be solved with one good gig but at the same time it's like you have to just hold hold on and wait for that gig to come um and I don't think I was able to like vocalize that even though this is literally an echo chamber of just my own goddamn voice um but it's nice to be able to be like oh everything's bad but it's okay because um I'm doing better now than um than I ever have and I do say that 15 times an episode um every single week I'm like I'm doing better than I was last time (laughs) Like this time three years ago, actually no, this time three years ago I had a residency. Um, this time I had a residency that didn't fucking pay me. Oh my god. Okay, I will I will briefly note on this. So when I was at the Hilton, like the last year I was at the Hilton, I made eighteen thousand pounds that year, which is um I don't I don't care, it doesn't matter. I made eighteen thousand pounds because and here's the fucking kicker, the Hilton didn't pay me regularly. So I was like so I was playing there every single weekend for like literally what what was 125 pounds for four hours thank you i was just out of university and i did not know what to charge because no one fucking said don't charge 25 pounds an hour charge a hundred like no one said that no one no one in my university no one in my wider social circles no one ever said hey if you get a residency charge them 50 to 100 pounds an hour like literally get yours hun because the Hilton is a giant corporation they could have paid me literally a thousand pounds a week and I would have been thrilled I would have also probably wasted all of that money anyway so they weren't paying me regularly enough so I was also on top of that busking and doing gigs like like to pay everything else so I made 18,000 pounds that one year because they just weren't paying me like the money was not coming in for me to like pay my rent and stuff on time isn't that crazy that's crazy that's, uh, like thinking back on it like because like looking back at my tax return you don't see like oh one gig that was literally like 500 pounds a month was not paying you for like months on end Oh my goodness. And this was before I put the late payment fees on the things. Yeah, if you're just listening to this now, put a 50% late payment fee per day if it goes past it. 15 or 50. Fuck it. Put 50. Who cares? Scare them. They have the money. That's how I got like, I don't know, 250 pounds off Admiral last year because they didn't pay me on time. Uh, they were like three weeks late paying me for like a 500 pound gig, 350 pound gig or something. 
Um, anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, yeah, I'm just like, I'm just a wealthy woman at this point. I'm just a wealthy woman complaining about money. I'm just like, I'm so annoying. I'm so insufferable. Like, honestly, honestly, I will say this for the, I don't know, 40 people who listen to this and are freelance and have the exact same things. I think if I were listening to something where they, the person was literally like, all of the things that I am saying, I would be like, oh, good, it's not just me. Like, oh, oh, great, it's not just me. I'm doing okay. Um, I'm doing fine, thanks for asking. Thanks for asking. Um, one thing I did notice is allotment people, when you're at the allotment, are um, either way too serious about it or not serious enough. And I am definitely the latter, because um, while I was making the rose jam, I went up to the allotment, thank you, um, I went up to the allotment and then I went and bought sugar. Anyway, so I went up to the allotment and my allotment neighbor was there. And like, I was just wearing my like regular clothes, like regular daytime clothes. And I was just going to cut the grass and then water, water the things in the greenhouse. Anyway, so she looks at me and she's like, oh, you look nice. Did you just come from work? And I'm like, no, what? what and she's just like I always you look so nice I'm like well I can just bleach this skirt like it's a white skirt bleach it if I get dirt all over it and she's like Ugh, I always wear my oldest dirtiest clothes and I'm like okay okay firstly for, I will say this firstly this woman does not know what I do because she did not ask me when we first met um and my job is fucking fascinating like my job like there are at least seven different questions that anyone can come up with when I say I'm a singing harpist like the the door is open the door is open did this woman ask me what I do absolutely fucking not and we're not friends anyway so she's like a real like hard allotment to her she's like like they they came in this family they turned the whole goddamn plot upside down they planted their rows of you know beans and potatoes and strawberries and all that jazz like really just like like okay you put a lot of work in um and now they like their patch is just dirt and she has to wear gross clothes because her patch is just dirt whereas mine is grass with some raised beds in it and um I can just wear my regular clothes because it's grass (laughs) I don't know I'm very lazy um and I'm not trying to work too hard I'm just trying to work smart just trying to work smart and I'm not trying to overwork myself in the first year I want it to build I want to build up to to doing it so that it's easy by the time you get there you know you know good things take time that's that's what I've learned in this world that is another thing that I was thinking of so I painted the whole way yesterday uh because I paint the whole way every year because uh somebody likes to bring their bike in the house and um make a lot of mess (laughs) on my beautiful blue walls anyway um Anyway, so I, um, so I painted the hallway and I was thinking like, I was, you know how you think, you know how you think while you do a task. And I was just thinking like how, like, honestly, give me another four years and I will be an unstoppable force. Like truly like the, the, the Sam Hickman that I am now is like, like almost there. Like, like is four years out from being there, you know? And I think like, if you had told me. Like, cause I wanted to be an opera singer when I was like, 
when I was at university, I was like, oh, I'm going to get off this and I'm going to go to a master's degree and I'm going to, you know, develop that strange transatlantic accent that all opera singers from America have, you know? You know, like, have you ever heard Danielle Denise speak or Joyston Donato has started doing it as well? And it's like, and it's like, um, I really love Beethoven in this sonata. He really like, it's just like this weird, like, like a round sound, round count, you know, um, this anyway, anyway, I was, th- I was thinking about that. Um, and I feel like people need to be like, you're not, you're not gonna just like honestly wait you'll you'll be good at your job um when you're when you've done it for a long time like i think that's like the thing that we don't tell young people anymore is is you'll be really good in like when you've done it for a while like it's if it's not good the first time round you just gotta keep doing it, and then you'll get really fucking good at it, and then people will pay you a lot of money to do it, just like me, just like me, just like me. Anyway, um, I looked at fancy houses online because uh, again I was sick this week. Hi, I didn't do anything this week. I just it rained. I made jam, and um, I went busking once. That's it. That's it. And I played at a care home. Woo, good for me. Um, I also did some filming as well because um, I've got time. <laughs> I've got time. Anyway, um, I looked at fancy houses online. Um, someone had okay. This is this is in Penelan. If you, if you have the time and patience, and you want to go on like I think oh, it's Morgini Morgini James. You know that one. Um, they are selling a house that is right next to Waterloo Gardens. Like no, not Waterloo Gardens, but you know like the little like Rosebrook bit where they were like save the trees. That bit. Um, there is a house there that is stupid. Um. It's like, it's like, you know how they're like, money can't buy you class. Money can't buy you common fucking sense in this house. Oh my God. Okay. So it's just like this one, it's just this one, this one room. Their front room is a tiled room. So they took out the wood and they were like, we're going to tile this with no carpet and an upright piano. Like absolutely not. And like, clearly like a child is learning how to play piano on this piano. Like, it's like, like what, why would you do that to, why would you do that? Firstly, why would you do that mainly to that child who has to play in, I assume the loudest, like ringiest acoustic that you could possibly imagine. Like just tiled floor, barely anything on the wall like upright piano like put in a baby grand and let's all go deaf truly truly anyway um it was it was incredible it was like it was incredible um and and it truly made me think of why do people have two living rooms if one is just for display like i don't i don't understand it like in our house the second sitting room is um is like a it's my office. Like I'm, I'm, I'm there right now. Um, and I don't understand how in like other, like, why would you even need that room? What's that room for? Like this was a dining room when the front room was like a living room. This was a dining room because the previous name previous owners of my house were fancy. They were fancy. Good grief. Anyway, um, this house had like, 
uh, I don't know. I don't know. It so it had like this front living room with this grand piano in it and untiled and just tiled floors, no carpet, just like full ring a ding ding. The the hallway was also carpeted. You better believe the hallway was also tiled. Um, and they just had four chairs facing each other, and it's just like, what what do you use that room for? What is that room? What is like? It's the piano room, clearly. But I mean, like, why? Ugh, come on. Um, also, I must go see this house. Clearly. I must go see this house because the kitchen was really nice. Um, then most kitchens are just dark caves here and I hate it. Oh my goodness. Um, and they never show you the garage on these tours. So Morgini James, um, who is the estate agent that funnily enough, we bought our house from, um, do these like video tours and they never show you the garage. And I want to pe- I want to see people shit. I want to see... I want to see what you're keeping in your garage. I want to see your old bicycles, you know? I want to see, like, the gross things that you're keeping in there. Oh, my goodness. And it, it's truly, like, I was just looking at all these houses, and it's amazing what passes for a bathroom, for a bedroom. Like, literally, there was one, like, around the corner for me that was, like, a sunroom on, the, on like, an attic conversion. And they didn't have a real bed because a real bed wouldn't fit in there, so they just had a mattress on the ground. And I was like, Wow. Why go, why go through with it? If you, why? Just why? I mean, I get, like, it's another bedroom, but at the same point in time, it's just like, just move. Just move, you know? Just move. Anyway, um, so again, in this ridiculous house off Waterloo Gardens, um, there was a, there was a bedroom that was, um, there was just, like, a bed and a chair, and then the most glamorous ensuite I have ever seen. It was just like Florida ceilings marble, like steam shower, standalone tub, his and her sinks. And it's just like you clearly spent a lot of money on um on that, but your bedroom looks like you ran out of money. You were just like, we'll get this bed from IKEA and we'll get this little chair. There you go. Bed and a chair. You know, I don't need a lot. Only what I got. Just a tube of grease paint and a follow spot. Broadway, baby. Also, they had a full spare room that they were using as like an office or something. That was like meant to be like the second bedroom. And then they had their children sleeping in the same bedroom. And it's just like, you have so much space. You have so much space. Just like let your child sleep in a sleep in his own room. So why are you selling to get more space? I so much to get more space. Anyway, this house was half a million pounds. Um, it was crazy. It was crazy. Anyway, what are the things that I have not covered that I that I feel like I should? Oh, I will get on to my final segment, which is um, I watched a movie, so you don't have to. Anyway, um. We need to agree that a harpist costs 500 pounds a gig. We just need to be like, we just need to all band together and be like, that's what I want. Like, truly, truly, we all just need to be like, I've, I've come up with a system because there's only like, I don't know, 40 to 50 working harpists in the UK that do weddings. We all just need to be like 500 pounds. Everything is 500 pounds. That way we all get a nice livable wage. Um... We all get a nice livable wage, but I think the secret way of doing this is you start with your 250s. You start with your, whoever is still charging 200, seek treatment. Just like, stop it. 
You're 250 now. You're 250. That 50 pounds isn't for you. That's for you to give to everyone else that you've been undercutting, you bastard. Anyway, <laughs> I have been very guilty of that too, but that's when I was a lever harpist. Now I'm a pedal harpist and I'm rich. Um, anyway, so I, I think we just need to be like, everything is 25 pounds more expensive next year. Just like... 2020 everything is 25 pounds more expensive and then the next year we just add another 25 pounds to that and then the next year we just add another 10 to that and then the next year we just add another five and then we keep adding five every year that's just gonna be it let's just i'm gonna i'm gonna start this movement um and it's gonna be called the sam fees movement sam hickman fees um sam hickman fees for equal pay um sam hickman fees for fair play um sam hickman fees for livable wage sam hickman is my best friend um these are all hashtags that you can use feel free to use them but i just think like like i like okay so i just think like so last year or the year before last year and the year before I had gigs that I had booked when I was still doing lever and like lever harp you don't have to charge a lot because like it's a smaller harp it's so easy to maintain you don't have to get it serviced the strings are cheaper getting it about is cheaper you don't have to buy a specific car like the insurance is cheaper the overhead is cheaper just everything about having a lever harp is so much more affordable than having a pedal harp um and so I was charging like two fifty, like one eighty or something ridiculous to two to two twenty five, I think, um, for like a ceremony, uh, for like two years, and like I, so like last year I did a bunch of weddings. I did like twenty three weddings last year, but mo like a lot of them were like lever harp rates because I had just changed, and so a lot of them I had booked the year before when I did didn't know I was getting a pedal harp and then I got a pedal harp and I had to still do these gigs for like 180 pounds or something that were like four hours away anyway um one thing I'm noticing this year is because I'm like fuck it give me the money like I may be doing two gigs a month but honestly I'm making a shit ton of money off of that like I'm making like like an actual livable wage I'm out of like the two gigs that I'm doing because it's it's just like it's just regular it's just normal I don't I don't I don't know how to put this it's I like money and I will take money anyway um if any like I don't know corrupt organizations want to sponsor me please get in touch because at this point I don't really have any integrity or anything left to lose so um you want me to hold up a jar of palm oil and put it in my mouth and say mmm tastes delicious I love orangutans I will do it for the money um, but that money will be a lot of money so I don't ever have to work again anyway um, last section before we get into the se final segment um, BBC Question Time okay you know this you love it BBC Question Time is where they get for our international audiences it is a television show in the BBC from the BBC the British Broadcasting Company in which they get a bunch of um they get it's a panel show with opposing and mixed um polit politicians and people who are political um th essentially essentially it is just at this point it is like one labor person maybe a green but they have to swap in and out and then just like seven conservatives and like a right wing like just like a neo-nazi or something insane just like truly just like 
like one person like maybe a centrist or something and then just like extremists all the way around across the board um and i truly like is is bbc question time just the audience versus the panel like are they just doing like because they're clearly just doing this so that they can share these videos of like random members of the public yelling at politicians like like that's all it is that's all I ever see of it I never see like wow I don't know um I can't think of any politicians wow listen to Caroline Lucas talk about climate change in this moving speech or whatever it was or wow Theresa May sure didn't show up to this because she doesn't show up to anything wow Amber Rudd um apologizes for deporting all of those people um I don't know. I don't know. Like it's 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 never that. It's always like s- some sad woman who's usually a nurse or something being like everything is terrible and you're the cause of it. Like that's that's I I feel like that's all they aim for. And it's just like why bother? Why bother? I don't know. I don't know. Um I don't know when I'm sick. Cancel me, daddy. Anyway, um, <laughs> that is the title of this week's episode because I think it's really funny. Um, I watched a film. Final segment. The final segment. The final segment. Anyway, um, I watched a movie on Netflix called Little Italy. So you don't have to. My God, you know how I love a terrible movie. This is that. This is that. I saw this movie. It looked like a a fun, like, adult rom-com, young adult rom-com, like, starring Emma Roberts. And I was like, oh, from every single, like, what's his name? Brian Murphy? Yeah, I am right. Ryan Murphy. From every single Ryan Murphy gig. Like, truly... I like an Emma Roberts. I like I like her things. Not to be confused with Emma Stone, although I did watch Easy A yesterday and it's a delight. Anyway, um I was like, oh, I like this actress. This looks stupid. Okay. So Little Italy is on Netflix. Um it is about a Canadian Italian family feuding. Um, so they make pizza. One makes the base, and one makes the sauce. And uh, so, so like it's truly just a garbage film. So it starts with just narration, but both the children are narrating. Like both the children of these two families are narrating. Like we used to be so crazy and love, they're young or whatever. And the other guy's like, yeah, the neighborhood was was wild or whatever like everyone knew who you were or whatever I, I i'm not doing it justice you just need to watch this stupid movie it's so it's so stupid anyway anyway so so i'm watching this movie i'm watching this movie and out of nowhere seemingly out of nowhere comes our lord and savior andrea martin and i am like i came for emma roberts and i will stay for Andrea Martin. Like, I would have turned it off otherwise and gone and, I don't know, <laughs> rubbed vapor rub on my face. Um, okay, so the plot is, Emma Roberts is a student chef sent back to Canada to change her visa so that she can work in the UK. I don't know visa laws. 
So I can't comment on that, but that's the plot. Um, and so she, so she, while she's away, she's been tasked with coming up with a menu for some some lady who I assume is like a very famous British celebrity that I do not know. Um, and you're going to be like, it's Carol Vorderman. And I'm like, who is that? That's just a name. That's just a series of like sounds that I put together. Anyway, um, so she's sent to, um, sent to Canada to change her visa and come up with this menu idea. Anyway, anyway, so she runs into, so she gets off the plane and she goes to a bar and she runs into her childhood best friend, um, who is also her father's rival's child, um, and and he's like, you were never good at football because there's like a montage at the beginning where they're playing football. It does it, it doesn't matter soccer, soccer not like anyway anyway it's raining and he's like I challenge you to football and she's like what no and he's like are you afraid you might get wet and one of her friends just goes I am and I loved it I loved it I was like oh I must watch the rest of this movie oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, it was a delight. Anyway, so she's like fully, this opening, this like after the opening sequence, this like second scene or whatever, third scene, is her like in a bodycon dress playing, playing goalkeeper in the rain. Just like, (coughs) just why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Anyway, the male lead is doing the thing that I love most in this world, which is kind of masked, mask mask for mask force like forced lower voices like you know like in um my other favorite movie valerian and the curse of the seven seas or whatever it is like valerian disease you know the one with cara delavine where she's like it's like on his face anyway rhiannon's in it you know that one rihanna is in it um i had to like not be rhiannon um she's she's in this movie um and the male lead is like like forced low I love it I love a mask fantasy oh my goodness anyway um so blah 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 we cut to the next day and the wives of the two warring pizza families um like like they wander outside to the front of their shops because they're right next door to each other obviously and they like have their hanging baskets and they're like they get their little red wine of the hanging baskets and they're like <laughs> having a little gab and um Alyssa Milano is the mother in this Um, there you go. You know, from the Kavanaugh hearings? Yeah, her. She's in this. She's in this. She works a lot. She works a lot. Anyway, um, there is kind of like her, like horrendously offensive South Asian characters in this. Um, it's, yeah, it's kind of like, uh, who, what, no, why, what, who? But it is co-written by an Indian guy. So I'm like, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know the answers to life, the universe, and everything. I'm a, I'm just a nice lady watching a film. <laughs> watching a stupid film. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Anyway, so um, the warring police family daddy is like the warring family daddy is like I'm gonna put marijuana in their ingredients and they're gonna get everyone high at their pizza shop and we'll get all the customers. Anyway, it, it backfires naturally. And um, he um, then has to 
then then has to call the police because they start a riot um and um the male lead gets like frisked by a female police officer and it is uncomfortable to watch like it's just truly like oh no this is not um oh boy oh boy no 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 this is bad Anyway, um, Emma Roberts looks terrible in this movie, and I didn't realize um, why she looks so bad. It's because uh, she's like a brunette, and no one is doing her makeup in this movie. Um, anyway, anyway, one of my favorite lines from this movie. There's, there's a lot. I'm not going to go into the whole thing because otherwise we'll be here all day. Me reviewing Little Italy. It's, it's just a lot. There are lines like, "You can take the girl out of Little Italy, but you can't take the Little Italy out of the girl." You know. Um, Andrew Martin in this is having an affair with the rival family's like grandfather um, and they meet at Starbucks and there's a whole like series of scenes with her at Starbucks doing like this really thick Italian accent it's a delight you should watch it anyway um, yeah it's 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 a lot they end it with a pizza competition to decide who stays in Little Italy and who has to go from Little Italy, Canada? Um, it's it's fantastic. Um, it's 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 truly just like I'm not gonna spoil it for you, but essentially, if you liked Kim's Convenience and you're like, I want to see all of those actors in the background, this movie is for you. It is all of the like all of the main cast of Kim's Convenience is essentially like secondary and tertiary characters in this film uh you should watch it anyway my final thoughts my final thoughts as we head into this beautiful thing that is another goddamn week of of life on this planet um my last thing people who use like people whose instagram grids are large photos in multiple posts don't care about you like Th- and they're also trash garbage people that's just like that's just a fact like people who like like if you went onto their profile it's like a bunch of pictures you know but like big pictures yeah they don't care about you the person whose timeline they're filling with like the corner of someone's head like they don't care about you they hate you they're just doing that for other people which is wrong anyway i'm gonna be doing that this week Oh, I should do that. This I'm going to be doing that this week. Um, anyway, I have been um, a woman recovering, and you have been a person listening. Um, have a good week, and I'll see you all on the flip a flop a floop. Bye.